Today is a historic day for the DMGT podcast. Today, you will be listening to a solo episode from host number two, Spencer Kavakovich. Danny has consistently picked up the pieces of my life, uh, constantly missing records, um, you know, scrapping episodes, all those types of things that, you know, are more behind the scenes in our DMGT family. Um, and, and Danny, you know, he's earned uh, a little bit of a break this week. He, he texted me, you know, of course, multiple days early saying, hey, I have this situation. We can do the podcast this, this, and this day. Um, you know, always ahead of the game. Um, good with remembering things. Uh, and, and I said, Danny, we can do it Monday. And then I said, wait, Danny, take the freaking week off, man. You know, kick back and, and let Spencer solo. Let me solo the the podcast uh and so today you're going to be hearing me for probably less long than than danny usually goes on these because uh i don't know if i have my sea legs yet for a solo podcast but this is the dmgt podcast thanks for listening to just me today so today we're going to be talking about uh, a couple different things. So this is releasing on, of course, the last day of Prime Day slash a bunch of other retailers trying to kill Prime Day. Um, this is also the the day after the iOS 16 public beta has rolled out. So I got my hands on that this morning and have been playing around with it for a few hours here and there uh, between you know work and life. And of course, uh, we also have the James Webb Telescope giving us our first images. Um, you know, we don't usually talk science on this podcast because we're not that smart. Um, but the the James Webb Telescope uh, has been very interesting to me, and I uh, just wanted to briefly talk about that. So strap in, get a beer or a water or a cafe or a soda stream, uh, Lacroix, Spindrift, uh, Bubble, uh, Bubbly. Um, get them. Get any of them. Get something to to to, to keep keep the mouth wet. And uh, we'll we'll go into talking about freaking where there might be water space. So the James Webb Telescope uh, launched a few months back, and we finally got our first images. And uh, straight up, holy shit! Uh, if you haven't looked at the images, I think there's five so far. Maybe they'll release some more tomorrow. Um before this podcast is released, but uh, they definitely were freaky in the the scale of them. Um, The the first one they released was a a picture that the Hubble telescope has taken many times and just putting those two things together. um, It's, it's pretty insane how much more fidelity there is, how, how, how much more granularity that there, there is. And, and this is really a, just a super interesting time to to be alive because you know we're not at the beginning of the space race we exist in this kind of like beginning of a new generation of what space exploration might look like right not only you know with potential missions to mars and all all of those those shooting rockets and shooting billionaires up into the air um but we're also doing things to be better understanding of where we came from who we are 
what uh what made us work and and try to find some other some other ones there's some potentially habitable planets that i know they're going to spend some time on um that they just didn't have the, the the power to with hubble that i'm really excited to hear about um there's a system that we've discovered that has four uh planets that are in the habitable zone of the of that star and i'm i'm really interested to to see what being able to get a little closer and figure out a little bit more with the infrared um makeup of the james webb telescope to to understand a lot more about space um and this is a perfect time to love space i mean if you heard uh the last pod episode i was on we talked about code and cambria of course more or less a space rock opera um and then for me i have been working through uh, reading The Expanse. So I, I, I didn't watch the series. I've I watched a few episodes of season one, but you know, it kind of has the problem where the picture in my head for some characters isn't the, 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 the person that I see on screen. So I'm struggling. I'll probably, uh, whip through it once I'm finished with the series, but I'm on book seven. So I'm getting to, to the, the end couple, uh, of, of The Expanse series. And I think the thing that's really, really cool is you know, The Expanse isn't, I wouldn't say it's like grounded in science or trying to be in like, you know, uh, uh, Hail, uh, Project Hail Mary, um, The Martian, uh, that author that I need to remember the name of, um, The Martian, The Martian, uh, which was a sci-fi film, but before it was a sci-fi film, folks, it was a book. Uh, and that book was written by Andy Weir. So Andy Weir does a thing with his sci-fi, which Andy Weir is amazing. Um, most of the books I've read of his are really cool. I think uh, Project Hail Mary is actually getting made into a movie uh, with Ryan Gosling starring. That book is amazing. I really don't understand how that's going to become a film that people want to see. It's pretty interesting and 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 how i don't know what they're going to do with it but uh you know andy weir's whole thing is like he is a uh a physicist or engineer computer programmer um so he's very interested in like making his science quote unquote in in his books uh make sense so it's it's very heady stuff so the expanse doesn't really get too much into all of the new technologies that the world has and the expanse takes place about 300 years from now um 300 ish years from now maybe 350 depending on what you look at and a lot of the tech that exists in the world of the expanse has been around right so it's not necessarily people learning the tech so they don't explain it right it's just hey we have this thing called an epstein drive bummer of a name uh but this is how we can, you know, kind of be in space for a very long time, uh, travel far distances, and 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 we have all these things to to make space travel easier to do. But I think the really cool thing about like living, at, you know, in the moment of uh, the James Webb Telescope opening up and taking images is like, you know, think about three hundred years into the future. They're it's open, right? There, if we continue to think about what we want to do and how we want to explore space, like who's to say that 350 years from now we don't get out to the edge of our galaxy, right? The edge of the Milky Way, or get out of our our planetary system and 
and start to really see what's out there. And I think it's really cool. So if you're a space nut, I'm sure you're freaking out. Um, definitely watching the NASA streams uh, uh, on PBS, like, um, you know, multiple people within NASA that are part of uh, the the media presentation and and uh, everything, you know, just breaking up during during it because it's just so much human ingenuity and so much beauty and wonder for for these images so i i highly recommend you taking a look um but that's all i don't know anything about how it works i watched a couple of videos i was like maybe i'll give a highlight of it and i'm like i don't understand any of this there's gold on it so that's cool and it's really thin gold um so hey wh why not um so also wanted to then talk about ios 16 so if you're not part of the public beta program, um, you don't have it yet, but uh, it's really easy to get. You just type in iOS beta and there's a website. You log into your Apple ID, figure out, figures out your phone, and then you can update. So iOS 16, since it's not you know a 15 point whatever, uh, is one of the bigger changes that, that Apple makes when they give you a new number. So just a disclaimer like this is only you know first impressions more than anything um and i also weren't was not able to uh check out one of the the most uh insane features which is the continuity screen so uh definitely check out some youtube videos on that very high level of what it is uh if you have i believe the 13 13 plus um if you have three cameras uh you are able to use your iPhone camera not only as your webcam, so have a way better webcam than any MacBook or any anything like that. You can also have this thing called continuity screen, which uh, uses a ton of interesting processing uh, and AI in the background to look at a flat surface in front of your screen. So I think this has broad applicability to teachers, um, to professors, to uh, work calls, digital, digital work life, and really cool. I just don't have a computer that can be updated to <laughs> the newest version of um, uh, Mac OS, so I can't test it out. But I'm sure Danny will be able to, and and we'll give you some some of our full thoughts once we get to play around with it. Um, so other really high level stuff. There's there is a absolute shitload of changes. So I'm not gonna try to be exhaustive here because it would exhaust you, it would exhaust me. But these are just the things that I've found most interesting and most fun to, to kind of play around with, to use, to um, see those quality of life improvements. So I'll just go through those for a little bit, and uh, then we'll move on to talk about some Prime Day deals that I think would be worth, worth your time if you're looking for some things. So the lock screen is now customizable. Uh, this is times where as a person who has Apple products, you know, you get the ideas of every Android user being like, yeah, only like 25,000 years later. Um, but it's really much, much better. Uh, you get to customize, you know, a little bit of the font um, and the color of the font. You can add some widgets that feel a lot more integrated than the initial kind of widget. Um, stuff that Apple started with a few few iOSs back. Um, and the there's some some really cool stuff they're doing with kind of image processing where if you have something in the foreground, um, the 
the phone can go, oh, okay, I'll put like this in front of the foreground, this behind the foreground. And it kind of makes it look really dynamic and have a lot of depth to it. Uh, and then you can also put some some newer helpful widgets, like see your, you know, your battery. I have different time zones. You can have kind of a high level what uh, the weather is like. And I changed my, my font a little bit and it's kind of nice, feels a little new. Like I think the freaking lock screen is the thing maybe we look at most in our entire lives. So it's nice to have a little bit of control of, of what that looks like. And you can also tie it to different focus modes. So you can have a different one for work mode, sleep mode, all of those things that that have different uh, uh, different applicability for, for different widgets and different images maybe yeah, that you want, different ways of looking at the clock, all that stuff um, is there. So this is really like you know, it's it's a new iOS, and the first thing that you can you can edit is is the lock screen. And I think it's a it's it's really great. I I really like it a lot uh, so far. Um, my other thing I think is just really more fun for someone like me, but could actually help uh, people that might use photo editing on i iPhones a little bit more than me. Uh, you can now lift the subject from the background of images. So. You can long press on a photo that you have, and through that long press, your photo, your phone identifies uh, who kind of the foreground is. Sometimes, uh, what I've noticed, and this might be beta um, problems, is you kind of have to figure out where to press it. Um, it's not always as easy the first time you get it done, but I'm sure that'll be optimized. So you grab it, and uh, what happens is you're able to copy that foreground image so a person your dog whatever it is and you can share that uh you can paste it across all the apps uh and you know you can also i assume uh, i haven't tested it copy and paste it into another photo so you know my wife is going to love this feature because she has bought many uh photo editing apps for the iphone to specifically do this more quickly to make stupid uh, collages, um, sorry, not stupid, funny collages of images and send them to her friends, to me, uh, use them for making posters for, for, for shows for her improv team, all sorts of fun stuff. So now that that kind of thing is going to be uh, way easier. Um, you know, just if you're thinking about it, uh, people who, who are sending DPs, uh, out, you know, you can probably foreground that. Um, but make sure consent is very clear on all sides before you do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't be weird, but uh I'm sure we're going to see a lot of weird foreground pullouts of stuff for the rest of time. Uh I I'm hopeful that maybe this kind of gets some meme stuff happening where uh you know, Photoshop subreddit starts to really really rip and run and go crazy with what people are doing cuz more people will be able to kind of slap photos together that are funny um so that 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 those are my two most fun parts right now uh and i also just wanted to go into a couple small things that i just found helpful um for for me so they have changed where the media bar is when your phone is locked so if you're you know listening to a podcast listening to music um instead of being in the very center of the screen it's on the bottom which so far i like more um it's a little bit easier to get to from the thumb uh, and I'm definitely needing to change my habit of where it is, but I, I ultimately like it. It looks a lot cleaner, um, a lot nicer. And, 
And a lot of uh, what I've noticed in playing different stuff is it also does better at like dynamically showing you what you're looking at a little bit more broadly. Like the one thing I noticed that was kind of annoying is uh, when there's ads and like a Spotify podcast, um, it'll show you like an image of the ad and that's kind of annoying, but it's already an ad that I was listening to in my head. So whatever. Um, but it also does it for like the podcast itself, um, music you're listening to, all that. So that's that's pretty, pretty nice. I like it uh, on the bottom a little bit more. Uh, copy and pasting of Wi-Fi passwords. So, you know, if you have any Android friends and they're at your house and they ask for your Wi-Fi password, you know, when you're you realize your phone won't just give it to them. Um, not being able to copy and paste is super annoying. So that's really awesome that you can do that. Like uh, as I was traveling in my time abroad, um, a couple different times, I just was like, I wish I could just copy this stupid password. Um, and now we can. So that's really awesome. Like the small things matter to, to someone like me like that. Um, and with kind of just making things a little bit easier, there's also a much easier way to quickly delete contacts. So instead of having to go into a contact, scrolling all the way freaking down uh, to, you know, actually get to, sorry, first you go edit, then you have to scroll all the way down and you go delete. You're now able to more dynamically delete just by a long press on the contact itself um, before you go into the contact info card and delete them, which is uh, really nice because it was always annoying to have to do that. Um, So I'm glad that that's there. And the other uh, final little thing um, that's kind of a, not a small thing, but a a continuous improvement of of visual lookup. So visual lookup will now be able to identify more than plants. It'll identify landmarks. It'll identify, um, you know, what the subject of things are, like a dog, people. Um, And so I'm excited to see where that goes. Also a little bit more on that in uh, a little section I wanted to do on accessibility. So the number one biggest, coolest, best thing about iOS 16 for me. Marking text unread. I have wanted this feature since text messages have begun. I live my entire organizational life at work and in personal life under the house of cards that is my organization structure which has one step. The step is, if you still need to do it, mark it as unread. So my text messages were the last kind of bastion of not having the ability to do that. I can finally do that. I think this is going to make me a better friend, a better son, a better husband to be able to uh, remember to respond to things because I'm also a person who is a notification phobe. I, I, I get stressed out about having any notifications ever on my phone. So I always look at things instantly, even when I'm like, you know, in a work meeting or uh, anything. Like I, I just will look at it and then I'll know, oh, I don't have time to deal with that. And then it's gone forever because I am like a bird. I always fly away. Uh, but now I can say, hey, you actually need to follow up on that. Um, so I'm really excited about that. That one, honestly, like, is a littler one for a lot of all the videos and reviews. They'll mention it, but I'm like, this is huge for for me. So uh, very excited to 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 be able to do that. It's already helped me today. Um, so accessibility wise, there's been quite a lot of updates. Uh, honestly, worth looking at. There's there's a lot of things that I'm I'm not going to go over here, but 
a lot of quality of life improvements to basically every existing accessibility feature. Um, but with the visual lookup, they've added in door detection. So for people who uh, are hard of seeing, you'll be able to kind of get uh, a notification from your phone saying, hey, you're about to get towards a door, um, which I think is really great. Uh, they also added in an, uh, a feature asked for for forever, which is allow Siri to uh, hang up your phone, not just answer it. Uh, and then they've implemented and added live captions in FaceTime for video, um, added a ton more accessibility languages, I think 20. Um, and then a big one for 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 the dads out there um, that, that may not like typing on their phone, uh, you now have uh, automatic punctuation for dictation. So um, you can just speak naturally and it should do a pretty decent job of figuring out where where the commas, the pauses, uh, the periods, all that stuff goes. So a lot of good stuff here. And then on top of that, not really accessibility, but we finally got haptic keyboard, baby. Uh, I've been using it all day and it just feels nice. It feels nice. It's kind of fun. Um, I have an iPhone mini 13, so I'm interested to see how it chugs my battery life because my battery life, I, the one thing about the Mini that I don't love is it's Mini in the sense of how long it can work. Um, it's definitely uh, a little uh, of a bummer with the phone. That's really the, the only one that, the only thing about the phone that bums me out. But uh, we'll see how that goes and I'll update you accordingly. But it's really nice. It feels feels nice on your little fingies um, because of all the haptics. So still to try. Uh, definitely we will want to, we're going to want to try the continuity screen here at DMGT and I need to plug it into my car and see if new CarPlay works. Though some of the stuff I read uh, looks like it's a 2023 thing that's really going to come, but it's all there. I don't know. We're going to see and we'll update you. So final swing through the podcast is it's still technically prime day if you're listening to this on release uh and this year more than any other year uh all major retailers are in the game so anything that i'm mentioning on saying prime day it's most likely on sale at best buy at target at walmart you know, if you still have like the final circuit city in your in your city, uh, could be there. Um, Fry's Electronics, whatever it is. So, one thing to do: price check what you're going to buy. If you're like looking on Prime, you see something you want, make sure to price check at all those other websites um, because they may have better deals, similar deals. You might have like points, rewards, whatever. Um, but everyone's trying to kind of undercut Amazon Prime a little bit. So definitely worth it. So a uh, couple things that I wanted to talk about uh, for for this are the ones that caught my eye the most, or what I think is honestly the best deals uh, of kind of scrolling through while in bed this morning. Uh, number one is the Apple TV 4K. So I actually just got an Apple TV 4K two weeks ago. And I have now processed my return and got sent another Apple TV 4K because it is $70 off right now. And everyone knows that Apple things don't often go on sale. So for just over a hundred bucks, you can get uh, a pretty future-proofed Apple 4K TV um, that is really snappy. Uh, it looks really good all over on all the apps. Um, 
and it's definitely easier to use than any of my like Chromecast sticks I've had, Fire sticks, um, and uh, is now kind of going to be my go-to for streaming in, in my theater room because it's a bit better at streaming um, than the PS5, at least, you know, from my eye test, this is no data. Um, so on top of the Apple TV 4K, which definitely, if you need a streamer that you never have to think about, just get it. It's the, it, if you're in Apple, it's like, don't know why it took so long to get it, honestly, because they were always more expensive than I thought. So 109 bucks on Amazon um, could be a little bit cheaper elsewhere, but it's awesome. Um, and with that, Apple stuff is in various levels of, uh, of, of discount. Nothing really as big to me as the Apple TV 4 kicks. I hadn't seen those under 160 uh, over the last couple months. So I think it's one of the lowest prices they've ever sold it at. Um, but, you know, everything is a little bit on sale for Apple. So it's a great time to grab an iPad. The freaking pen that is so freaking expensive. Um, all of those little dinky things that Apple makes you buy um, would be a potentially good time to grab them. Um, but uh, jury's still out on if you need to upgrade to the M2 MacBook Pro. Some people are saying that it's not really worth it if you have an M1. But uh, I don't. I don't have the MacBook Pro, so I can't speak to that. Um, but it's a little. Everything's a little bit on sale. Uh, so hey, Apple, 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 Apple. Uh, but not Apple. Um, Jabra earbuds. So huge price drops on all of their uh, earbuds, headphones. Um, I'm a big fan of the Jabra wireless earbuds. I've had the 65Ts for five years now, and they unfortunately just keep chugging along prime day in, prime day out. They work perfectly well still, and I just can't bring myself to replace them until they break. But the 85Ts are the lowest I've ever seen them, somewhere just north of $100. Um, they're, they're flagship model. They're super well made. They will last forever if my 65Ts are any... Um, any indication and really like uh from from every review i've seen from everything i've read um really great sound for calls one of the best for phone calls um and then music the 65t's sound really really good for for wireless earbuds and that's with you know four-year-old tech um those the the 85t's are supposedly just much much better much crisper um and a lot better battery life so if you're looking for some wireless earbuds i would grab those one thing to note uh, with Jabra wireless earbuds in the past, if you're thinking of using them for Zoom calls and uh, things on your your uh, your your Mac device, uh, aside from your phones, eh, mileage may vary. I don't believe they play so well with uh, Mac OS, um, but nonetheless, a great a great earbud for for all sorts of things. Um, Sony XM4s, so they're Previous generation, they just released the SM5s. Those are under 250. I saw them at uh, between 223 and 228 on a couple different sites. Um, everything that I've read about the XM5s is XM5s top of the headphone game right now in terms of active noise canceling headphones, um, wireless headphones, um, over ear headphones, wireless. Uh, and the other thing about all of those reviews says. Also, the XM4s are still number two or number three. So if you don't want to spring, I think it's over 300 bucks for, for the XM5s. Um, the XM4s are on a great sale right now. And again, I have another pair of headphones. 
the rung right under the XM4s in terms of price that work really great. I just want to get the XM4s or the XM5s, but I'm going to wait until my 900 XBs break. Sony, come on, name things better. Um, but XM4s, honestly, you won't need a headphone for years and years and years. It's a great time to get them. Uh, Kindle devices, they're on sale, baby. Uh, I recently left my plane on a Kindle, uh, my Kindle on a plane. So if you have my Kindle, um, I think I nuked it from Amazon. So if you connect it to Wi-Fi, it'll just delete everything, and then you just have a new Kindle. Um, but it was like seven years old, so I I recently purchased a newer one. Man. It's a little bit different, but it's it's a lot better, and the battery life is way better. So, um, Kindle devices are on sale. Uh, it's the only reason I read books because it's so easy to download books, uh, and I've been reading more books with my Kindle uh, than I had in my adult life up to that, and it's been really great um, throughout my time. So, shouts out to a Kindle device. Uh, Ring doorbells are on sale. I, I don't know if I love ring but it's a really good sale like you can get a ring and an amazon show for like 100 bucks less than normal um so if you wanted to do that it'd be a good time to do it um and then of course we got to talk about tvs because we love tvs at the dmgt uh and there's a lot of tvs on sale and this is one of those times where you're gonna have chaos because sometimes during these types of sales the tvs that you're getting are almost made specifically for this this time so their quality can vary pretty wildly and you really need to read the specifications to make sure that you are getting the tv that you want but there are some very cheap decent tvs i'm not going to go so far as to say good but uh the fire tvs um so the fire tv the branded one and then the Insignia with Fire TV uh, are all on sale. I think you can get a 65-inch 4K uh, for $4.99. Like, if you're just kind of getting into having a TV, like maybe you're in your first apartment, you're, you know, kind of uh, starting your I want nice TV life, but don't have the money. Um, I had a Kindle, or I had a Fire TV um, when I was in, in my first solo apartment. Um, similar sale back in the different prime day, but smaller TV for a little bit less money. And for me at the time, it was perfect. There was nothing I, it did that I didn't, you know, nothing that it didn't do that I wanted it to do. Um, I always thought the picture quality was, was pretty dang good compared to whatever else I had looked at at the time. Um, so if you're looking to just get a big screen for cheap, um, this is definitely a great time to buy it. Uh, there's some some other really good deals. So uh, kind of the last year's model of the Sony flagships and the LG flagships. So the Sony A80J and the LG C1 uh, are on sale for under $1,000, which is pretty rare. Um, the LG C1, I believe, was uh, like $990 for a 55-inch. And um, for those not in the know, the LG C1 was the consensus best OLED uh, TV up until they released the LG C2 this year and also as a micro LED or mini LED um, from, from Samsung has really gotten uh, a hold and they've really figured that out, that technology out. So uh, look through some TVs uh, if you're looking for one. I know that we've stated in the past 
wait for a Super Bowl, but I definitely think there's some good some good deals there that that might be a little better than what you'd see on Black Friday. Uh, and then really quickly, uh, there is a Samsung 980 Pro SSD terabyte um, that is rated for the PS5. That was a uh, hundred bucks off. So if you're you're looking to swoop one. They were at least in stock as of this morning. Uh, and then we had some monitors uh, with some some savings. So the Samsung Odyssey G9, the humongous, like, 40 jillion-inch curved screen gaming monitor, uh, is currently 600 bucks off. So that puts it just around $1,000. Uh, and then the Odyssey G5, which is their 32-inch version of, of kind of the Odyssey, uh, was uh, a couple hundred bucks, I think 200 $99, which is a great deal for it. So, hey, if you're looking to spend money and if you're feeling like me talking about Prime and talking about spending money on Amazon or big box stores, just remember there's no moral consumption in a capitalistic society. If you're just a person and you want a TV, get a TV. All right, don't feel bad. We basically have to go to big box stores. Okay? Like even Circuit City, a big box store. They go they were they were they're gone now because of the Best Buys. And Best Buys are closing down because of the Amazons. And Walmart is honestly it's getting worse in there. It's getting worse in there. I recently went to a Walmart. It was it was rough for everybody. Um but just remember, we can only do as much as we can do. Uh, one thing that I will be doing uh, right after I send this pod over to Danny is, you know, I spent a little bit of money on some Prime Day deals. I needed to get a few things, um, but I'm also going to be making sure to spend a little bit of money on my local stores, as well as, hey, always a good time to throw some nonprofit at Planned Parenthood. Um, so I'll be doing that once I finish up. This has been pretty informational i would say and uh not that entertaining um so i'm sorry about that but this is this is your host with the second most spencer kavakovich and uh see ya